girls in the club, my boys popping out. We independent, we don't need it, but we take what you got. We all hot outside, so hit the top on the drop. I'm understanding you can send me cause I'm so outstanding. Who's demanding like I'm candy cause my body is good. I'm always fly, always shine, always grind. More than a dime and don't even try. What's up you guys? It's uh, your boy Squints here. Another episode of A Man and His Podcast. It's a very special guest, Candy Lee. Hello. Hello, everyone. How you been? I've been good. Like, I had, like, such a migraine this morning. Like, but now it feels better. Because I just, like, got back into New Zealand yesterday. And I've been, like, sleeping since I got back. Yeah, I've been doing nothing but sleep in the past week. Besides, last night I was up all night and then woke up, had to work. And then I was going to take a nap, but I knew I was going to sleep right through my alarms. Oh my gosh, I love napping. Napping's like my favorite thing to do in the world, other than eating. Oh, what's your favorite food? Um, Bread. Just bread? I Plain just, white? I love bread. Bread's so good. Any specific type of bread? Um, not really, like... I just like any bread, like, just, oh, bread's just so good. Like, you can eat anything with bread. You can eat bananas, chocolate, mm. strawberries, noodles. My favorite combination is, like, noodles and bread. I love noodles and bread. Whenever I used, when I lived in college, I used to make ramen, and then I would just get two pieces of bread and make a ramen sandwich. It's like, so good, right? It's like underrated. Like I feel like not enough people know about noodles inside bread. I what's it called? I'm done with ramen after college. I was I because I ate ramen almost every day. So now if I eat it, if I eat it now, I just want to puke. <laughs> That's fair. Like I don't eat much noodles these days because like it's very like I don't eat a lot of carbs actually. Cause I'm trying to eat healthier because you know being an athlete <laughs> yeah i'm i what's it called i worked at a gym for over a year and i've been working i've been working out for almost a year now and anytime i talk to one of the trainers they're all like oh jacob you need to get on a diet if you want to get where you want to be and i'm like i yeah. don't love that yeah. like, diets are really hard like i used to be able to be like fine with them but like since the pandemic and stuff, like, it's so hard to, like, stick to a diet. Yeah. I was on a diet for about a, for about a month. And then I just, I, I couldn't do it. Like, it's, I just caved in. Yeah, that's fair. I, like, I, I, I feel that. Because, like, I try to eat well, like, these days. Like, because, like, the world is slowly opening up again and stuff. But, like, I do have my days where I'm just like, oh, my God, I crave, like, bread. I need to have some bread. So, how are the restrictions in New Zealand? Um, We don't really have COVID here. Like, I could literally go and spit on someone if I wanted to. But that's kind of disgusting. But, yeah, we don't really have any cases. And, yeah, like, I, don't, just... I don't... I don't really... Oh, my bad. <laughs> I don't really, uh... I don't really know what the, um case numbers are here but it seems like everywhere i go i don't know if it's just because people just don't care or if it's because what it is but no one's wearing a mask anymore it seems like around me but i feel like um because like in america like places are opening up again right 
for the most part, like here in Missouri, like almost it, it goes county by county here. So like the Cardinals, they just opened up their stadium to full capacity. So sorry, I'm just gonna upload this photo I took of me right now. But uh, let the people know who Candy Lee is for the people that don't know. Well, the people who don't know who I am, I'm a person diva. I'm pretty. I don't finish my sentences on Twitter. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, What made you decide to stop finishing sentences? I randomly tweeted it out one day, and then, like, I just stuck with it, and it's been funny. Like, it just makes me laugh. Like, I know it annoys some people, but, like, that's the whole fun of it. Like, why not? Yeah. Anytime I uh, don't finish a sentence, I automatically, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm acting like Candy Lee. Or anytime I say, just let me know, I'm always like, god damn it, I feel like Everett Connors. It's just, like, little simple things make you, like, just feel, like, that's the thing about it. It's just so simple. And, it, like, that's what people know you about for how simple it is. That's smart. I know, because, like, people are literally, like, Oh my god, when they think of me, they think of I'm not finishing sentences or I'm pretty because I just say that. <laughs> it's funny. It's just, I like, I just find it so funny. Like, I feel like people take Twitter too seriously. And I feel like if you just don't take it as like serious as it is, then you'll be fine. Like, I know, like, people are always like, oh, I hate Twitter. It's so negative. But I'm like, you say you hate Twitter, but you're on there like every day. Like, come on. Like, do you hate it that much if you're on there every day? Like, no, I, I. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I definitely know what you mean, though, about the whole like people take it extremely too serious. Yeah, like, just, people just need to live a little. Like, yeah, I know there's some times where you just need to be serious, but like, you don't need to be like serious all the time. Like, Twitter ain't, like, it's not real life. But like it is, and it's just kind of scary. Like pull out. But no, definitely. It is. I just like I get on there, and I I almost never let anybody I know in like real life, like people I don't know on Twitter. I don't let anybody find my Twitter that I know from like school or anything because I just be posting all sorts of random shit on there. Fair enough, because like, I'm like the same. Because like new. Twitter in New Zealand is, like, not such a big thing. Like, not many people use Twitter here in New Zealand, I feel. Because, like, people in my job and stuff, like, they don't know what Twitter is. Like, so they'll never find my Twitter account. But, like, the big thing here is, like, Facebook, which is weird. Because Facebook is so gross. I used to be big on Facebook. I used to, uh, like, I used to be on Facebook 24-7. And I, like, would try to, like, go viral on Facebook. But then I realized, like, everyone on Facebook's, like, 50. Yeah, like, Facebook is so gross. Like, I used to be like that, too. Like, the way I am on Twitter is, like, how I was on Facebook. But, like, I don't know. I just don't like Facebook anymore. And, like, it's annoying. Well, I've had Facebook since I was, like, I think my mom let me get Facebook whenever I was, like, 12, maybe 11. And, like, so I've been on it most of my life, and it's just so disgusting and yep. Yeah, my Facebook's kind of deactivated at the moment because I'm on and off of it, but I only, like, keep it just so I have Messenger so I can stay in contact with my friends and family here. That's yeah. what I use it mostly for. But other than that, like, I'm mostly on Instagram or Twitter. 
Mostly Twitter, because, like, I'd be on the area. Like, people swear I don't go to sleep because they're like, I'm always posting on Twitter. I'm like, I don't know. There was a one night I was up, and it was, like, 4 a.m. here. I was I just, like, opened up Twitter to check it, and it said, Candy Lee's in a space. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, because, like, the time difference. Because everyone feels like I'm always awake, but I'm like, it's, like, early here for me. You guys is, like, you guys are just up late. Like, what the hell? Spaces is the funniest thing to happen to Twitter. It's such a mess. Oh my god, there was one night I was in a space. It was like me, Jody, Salsa Boy, Nasty Leroy, and it was like 5.30 a.m. for me. My dad walked in my room, he's like, who are you talking to? And I was like, I, I'm not explaining to you. I, I don't know how to explain to I'm talking to strangers online. Yeah, it's really hard to explain to people, like, Twitter here sometimes, too, because, like, a lot of my friends, like, some of my friends have Twitter, but then, like, they don't get the whole thing about it. So, like, it's always funny when, like, my friends that are on Twitter here in New Zealand, they're like, why do you not finish your sentences? I'm like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. Like, it's hard to explain to my non-wrestling friends wrestling because they'll be, like, so confused about it, which is funny. I, uh, what's it called? Whenever I was first getting into the local scene here, I was doing, like, setups and all of that with my local promotion. And I, like, told my manager that. I was like, hey, I need Sundays off because my local promotion, what's it called? I need to do setups. And she's like, what is it? And I was like, oh, it's pro wrestling. She's like, oh, you work for WWE? And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. That's so funny you say that because, like, I feel like every time I tell people I do wrestling, they're like, wrestling, like, you're, like, at competitions. I'm like... Um, no, like, and then they're like, oh, like, WWE. I'm like, yes, WWE wrestling. Because, like, yeah. the, the world seems to only know WWE, like, people outside of the wrestling circle. Yeah, no, that's, like, the main thing here. Like, thank God my uh, family, they're into wrestling, so they don't think it's strictly WWE. They know there's other promotions. But it's, like, trying to explain to my friends, like, when I'm explaining the podcast, I'm like, oh, I have wrestlers on, and they're like, Oh, are you gonna have John Cena on? I'm like, oh my god, it's so funny how everyone knows who John Cena is. Who know they know who Batista is. They know who like um, The Rock is, but like, nothing about independent wrestling. <laughs> nothing. I remember I was trying to explain to my dad, whenever I had Jody on, I was like, oh, he's a he's a like a somewhat big wrestler, and he's like, I haven't seen him on Raw, and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, because, like, that's why, like, I always laugh when it comes to, like, um, wrestling, because people are like, oh my gosh, when are you going to go to WWE? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go there next week, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. it's hard to explain to them the process about, like, you have to be kind of, like, scouted and, like, tryouts and, and be signed to be even on there. Because they think, like, just because we're all in wrestling that we can just turn up, and they're like, how come you're not, you must not be good if you're not, like, showing up to Raw or blah, 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 and I'm just like... Because that's not how it works, but okay, go off. Oh, I got in a huge argument with my uh, college roommate because I tried explaining to him about independent wrestling and how, like, some of the wrestlers are better than WWE. And he's like, they couldn't beat John Cena. And I was like, you can't use that argument for everything. Like, you can, like... I mean, John Cena do be the GOAT, though. I love him. Is John Cena the GOAT to you? Well, he's, like, kind of, like, because I don't really like me. Like, yeah. sometimes, that's alright, but, like, John Cena would be, like, one of my faves when it comes to male wrestlers. Okay, okay. Um, and obviously, Kelly Kelly is your favorite. She's, she's everything to me. 
I remember, I forgot what it was. I don't know if somebody bought a cameo of her shouting you out or if she like retweeted one of your videos or something like oh, that. Yeah, it'd be like someone um, got me a cameo from her. It was the sweetest thing. It was so random. Like, but I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. She knows who I am. <laughs> what, what's your first uh, like Kelly Kelly memory? Like first memory of seeing Kelly Kelly? I think her me? being like a, like a stripper. Like it's not really a stripper. She was a dancer. Like on ECW, I think that's like my earliest memories of her and like being an extreme expose and like her little segments. Yeah. So her I... like basically inventing ECW and wrestling at 19, a queen. My favorite thing about her is I just found this out. I was watching an interview with her. She like had, she had zero idea what wrestling was when they gosh, like scouted she... her. Yeah, they she really like got into wrestling or got signed from being a model. Like, I think her agencies are like went to her with the gig. Like, are you keen in becoming a wrestler? Like, so she, it was like, yeah. So that was cool. But, like back then, a lot of the women were like learning as they went when it came to wrestling. So like, oh, yeah. I feel like people don't take that into account when they really talk shit about the divas. Because I'm like, you guys have to take to an account that these women had no experience they in an environment that's not like what they're used to so to know that they learn as they went it's like it's pretty like their matches are pretty good for what it was for like learning as they went oh yeah they were doing the uh i forget diva search i think it was where they were like literally finding these models and just having them have tryouts basically and like a lot of them like ended up being amazing like kelly kelly and Layla, I'm, I'm, I know I'm just... Yeah. Like, who else? Maurice, like all those girls. It's like, amazing. Wow. But Christy Hemi, I feel like she really um thrived when she went to Impact. Oh, well, TNA. I know more about her in TNA and Impact than I do anything about her in WWE, surprisingly. I mean, she won the Diva Search the year she was on. Um, But yeah, like like what you said she had like a better run in tna than she did in wwe oh yeah um so was that extreme expose was that your first memory of wrestling or is there something before that that you remember um like um i've done i've seen it in interviews before and stuff like my earliest memory of like getting interesting was the 2000 royal rumble um it was taz and kurt angle that was the first ever piece of wrestling that i ever watched that like introduced me to wrestling and like opened up the gate for me to get into wrestling but I, it was that whole pay-per-view because they had that iconic um divas um bikini contest yeah i remember me and my friends we were actually just watching all the pay-per-views from like 2000 and that came on and i was like that would not fly on tv today like it would get shit on so bad i mean not by me i'd enjoy it well yeah but a lot of people are looking for uh, wrestling, I guess. Are you more of a sports entertainment person? I mean, it varies. Like, it depends. Like, I feel like I feel like wrestling is so varied and diverse. Like, I feel like people like I feel like people need to um, open their minds a little when it comes to pro wrestling, and I feel like they can't just like have a narrow mind when it comes to it. Like, I know some people are like, I strictly just want athletic showings i want wrestling matches i want storyline like storytelling blah 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 blah. but like i feel like 
you can have a little bit of everything because I feel like there is room for everyone in wrestling. Like, because I just don't like people preaching wrestling is for e- pro wrestling is for everyone, but then not if you like this, not if you like that, and then it's like, what's the whole point of saying that mantra? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, you just kind of have to go into it with like and accept that there are different flavors because like. That's just the way the world is in general. Like, you can't just, like, gatekeep how you want a certain, like, thing. And, yeah, there's, like, different genres. There's different genres of music, movies. So why not have different genres of wrestling? No, exactly. Like uh, like you said, different people like different things. Like, my little brother, he tried watching uh, some Ring of Honor the other night. You know, it was, like, a pure wrestling rules match. And he, like, literally got up and left. But, like, if I turned on, like, an Orange Cassidy match or, like, a death match, he's into that. Like, he's into, like, the entertainment stuff. So it's just, it's, like you said, different genres for different people, really. Yeah, I feel like everyone's different. Because imagine, like, if everyone liked the same thing. That would be such a boring world to live in if, like, we were all into the same thing. No, exactly. Exactly. Like, I hate men's wrestling, but, like... That's just a vague statement. Like, I'll watch men's wrestling because there are some matches when it comes to male wrestlers that I enjoy watching because I do love a good... um, I do love good storytelling in a match and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's your favorite match of all time? Favorite match of all time? Probably Sasha and Bayley at the um, Brooklyn TakeOver, the first one. That, yeah, I remember watching that whenever I was, like, 15, I think it was. Six, yeah, so I was, like, 16 when that happened. And I remember yeah. really liking that. And that was, like, early on in my, like, wrestling journey. So, like, that was very inspiring to me. Like, people think I just, like, want to be a diva. Like, yeah, I do want to be a diva. But, like, watching that, that was, like, the first time I was, like, had out emotionally invested in a wrestling match and a feud and a whole storyline. Like... Yeah, it was just so it was just so good from like start to finish, and like I cried like damn I don't really cry when I watch wrestling, other than when I cried about Kelly Kelly winning the Divas Championship and just yeah, but like actually from watching a match that like that was the match that I was like most emotionally invested in. Yeah, no, I uh, there's a been a couple matches where I've cried because I was so emotionally, not emotionally invested, but just because I knew I loved wrestling. Like, Duso's New Day in a Hell in a Cell match I mentioned before. That match, like, in the middle of the match, I, like, I was hanging out with all my friends, and they, like, looked over at me, and I had, like, tears rolling down my eyes. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, I love wrestling. <laughs> that's that's all I can say right like, now. Even when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania, I thought that was such an emotionally good story as well. Like, the underdog like the underdog story is like it never gets old especially if it's someone like daniel bryan because i know he was like he's just really good at wrestling yeah and his whole journey the whole story of him working through the independent scene and then making it to wwe getting fired hired back all that was like a good ass moment then the kofi one like he's like in terms of like wwe and stuff like he's someone that who's not meant to make it because of his Size like he's tiny because like usually their champions are like you know Brock Lesnar big ass and stuff so it was it was like cool like that's what I mean like things like that in pro wrestling is just like amazing to see because I feel like people are so like 
sometimes like oh you have to have a certain look and blah 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 to be like in wrestling and it's just like I love when things like that happen like just um defies all odds I guess yeah no I know what you mean I I like it whenever the underdog or like the somebody that's extremely too small that's wrestling wins or something like that like a fluke win I guess those are real fun like I just it just shows that anybody can do anything really Um, so you said that, uh, when Sasha and Bailey, that was early on in your wrestling career, uh, is that the match that, like, made you decide you wanted to wrestle, or? Um, no, I've always wanted to wrestle, like, ever since, um, I started watching wrestling and seeing the Divas, like, I was seeing the Divas from a young age that, like, because I, like, I was young, so I was like, oh my god, I want to grow up and be, like, one of these women, this are they're so beautiful, they just exude femininity to me at the time so i was just like oh my god i love this like i want to be that it was just it was just different yeah uh when did you start training um like ages ago like so i think i because i debuted in 2016 like so i think i started training in like 2015 okay so yeah, it was like that time. That was like ages ago. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, twenty fifteen was six years ago. That's nuts. That's crazy. I, I, I'm like, when did um Takeover Brooklyn happen? I'm gonna Google that right now because I want to see if I had debuted yet. Takeover Brooklyn. I think that was August of twenty fifteen. I think. Oh, yeah, it was 2015. Oh, yeah, I hadn't debuted yet, so that match pushed, like, inspired me more. Because I, okay. I feel like I was in the middle of training um, when I had watched it. Yeah, uh, I know exactly what you mean, because I'm trying to be, well, I shouldn't say trying to be, because I'm not really trying. I just want to be an announce, like, a ring announcer, like, commentary. So whenever oh, yeah. I hear, like, whenever I hear, like, a great call or whatever, like, that just goes straight into my brain, and I'm like, I want to do that one day. That's cool. Well, I yeah. feel like um, people think that when it comes to wrestling, that it's only just you want to become a wrestler. They don't think about other roles that maybe you can excel at. But yeah, like like every wrestling company needs good commentators and ring announcers. Oh yeah. So this next segment is sponsored by Poddex, and Poddex is a website where you can buy decks of cards i give you random questions if you're trying to start a podcast if you're trying to start a podcast go to poddex.com and use code squint for 10 percent off your first order so what i'm going to do is i have the app where it just gives me a bunch of different questions that i can ask you okay sounds fun first question what is usually your first thought when you wake up um when I wake up, um, I have to have breakfast. <laughs> That's probably it. Fair enough. <laughs> or I'm breakfast. like, oh no, I have to go to work. That's always dreadful waking up and knowing you have to work. Would you want to live in a world where everyone's thoughts appeared as a text message above their head? 
So it's like if I'm thinking something that just pops up in a text bubble above your head. No, that kind of sounds creepy and scary. Like, I don't want to live in a world like that, actually. Because it seems, I don't know, that seems scary. That'd be, that would it's definitely like, be uh, terrifying. And you would I mean, find out a lot of shady people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to know what people are thinking. Oh, yeah. Is cereal a soup? Why or why not? Cereal a soup? Oh my god, I've never really thought of that. But now that I think of it, maybe. Like, it's a milky soup. Like, what are the requirements of something to be a soup? Like, it's in liquid? Because then, if if that can, if milk can be a soup, that means, like, juice can be soup if you put it in a bowl. Oh my god. I'm looking up the definition of soup right now. Oh my god. <laughs> a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables. Or a substance mixture perceived to resemble soup in appearance. I, I By these definitions, it's looking like it's not, because it sounds like it has to have meat. But I don't think that's true, because people make potato soup. Yeah, if it's if it is if meat's a requirement, then that just rules out every vegetarian vegan soup that I've ever had. Yeah. Which I'm sounds... trying to find a better definition. There's a fly flying around in my room, and it's quite annoying the shit out of me. If it doesn't get out, I'm gonna beat the shit out of it because I'm paying nothing in this house and flying around like that. Not me about to fight a fly. Anyway, sorry. Next question. If you could ask three questions to anyone in history, who would you choose and what would the questions be? Um. Oh my god, this is such a good question. But I don't know, like, that's hard. Like, maybe, who invented the light bulb? Thomas Edison. Either I'll either ask him or Shakespeare or the old Sir Isaac Newton, and it'll just be like up, around their like works and stuff. I'll probably ask what their favorite color is. Um, also, how does it feel to be iconic? <laughs> or or like ask him what is it like to die? Because would they would they be dead when I, I ask them? I don't know. The the card didn't specify if you're asking them present or if you're going back in time. Oh, sure. Okay. So I'm not sure. We'll just say that you're asking them in present time. Like, we'll say they came back to life then. Oh, yeah. And then I can ask them what it's like to be dead. That's... Is it that? Is that that's fun? terrifying. <laughs> Death is one of my biggest fears. Like, I'm like... Not afraid of dying, but I'm afraid of what happens when I die. Like, no, I get that, but I'm afraid of dying and of what's happening afterwards. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, in general, like being afraid of the unknown. Like, that's what I hate. So we have some questions that the fans were asking. First one is from Henry, and he asks, what's your favorite Kelly Kelly match and what's your favorite Feel Good song? My favorite Kelly Kelly match, um, probably the Night of Champions one against Beth, 
because it was so good. Like, it was probably one of, pardon me, um, Kelly Kelly's best matches. But, like, any of her matches with Beth were really good because, like, Beth was just a really good ring general for her and, like, brought out the best in her. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think I ordered that pay-per-view. I think. I'm not sure. It's funny because it was, like, in Beth's hometown, so, like, it was, like, the first ever time Kelly Kelly was getting, like, booed, which was weird. Yeah, that is odd. And then, what's your favorite feel-good song? Like, your favorite song that you listen to to cheer you up? Um, uh, probably Lovers and Friends by Asha. <laughs> okay. That song, but, like, my boyfriend finds it annoying that I listen to that, like, at least once a day. I constantly find myself listening to, uh, AJ Gray's theme song, Oh, Let's Do It, or I'll listen to Everett Connors' uh, Gucci flip-flops. Like, if I'm, like, in a bad mood and I'm walking to the gym, I just turn on Gucci flip-flops, and, like, people probably think I'm a weirdo because I'm, like, dancing on the side of the road walking to the gym, but... Oh my gosh, love that. Salsa Boy asks, which accent is hotter, New Zealand or Australian? Oh my god, this is easy. Australian accent is so ugly to me. I'm sorry, no offense. So, like, obviously I'm gonna pick the Kiwi accent. Because I probably have a Kiwi accent. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. Like, some some Australian accents are very, like, very scary. Like, they just sound weird to me. I know exactly what you mean. Tweets by a cat asks, why are you so? A cat? Meow. <laughs> my answer. Meow, okay. And then the bad guy, we already went over this, but he said, why don't you finish sentences? Well, you see, I don't finish sentences because... <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, she can answer this or all right. And then one final question before we wrap this up, what are some goals of yours, small or big that you have just in, just for life? Not just that, not just strictly for wrestling, but just for in general, in general, one of my goals, like this is always my goal area, like area for like, um, like what's the thing where that happens at New Year's? New Year's resolution, yeah. Like, I'm always like, I'm gonna be, um, be able to squash a watermelon in between my thighs. Like, I just feel like that would be incredible. Like, I've practiced on little fruits, like kiwi fruits and stuff, and bananas. Those are so easy, though, because they're, like, tiny. But a whole-ass watermelon would be amazing to me. So that's one of my goals. Because I don't really set goals. I kind of just go f through life, like, with stuff I want to do. And then if I achieve it, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Because, like, I feel like sometimes it could be a setup to disappointment. Like, you have all these goals and you don't, like, you don't accomplish it. And you're just, like, in disappointment and you're sad. I don't want to be sad. So, I don't really see goals, but that would be one of them. Another one would be, um, I, one was to learn how to drive and, like, get a car and stuff. And I already did that, which was random. <laughs> I hate driving. <laughs> I am 22 and I still I still don't have my license or anything. Like I'm terrified of driving. Me too. Like I just don't like being on the road because I like don't trust people. 
Yeah, but I don't think they have more because, like, but then I don't trust the curbs. They be hitting me, and I'm just like, why? But yes, driving is so scary to me. Like, I can like I've been doing it for months now, but like, I still hate driving. Like, I don't know why people like it. So my driving test, I've t I've taken my license test and failed it because I got scared and nervous, and we came up to a stop sign, and I don't know why my brain said go instead of stop. So I came up to the stop sign and I floored it and I went around the cur uh, turn and then a semi truck came flying by and almost hit us. And then the lady, the instructor lady was like, she's like, all right, well, we're going to go back. You're not passing today. And I was like, why? She's like, you almost killed us. And I was like, almost. Oh yeah, like, I mean, like, I didn't. Yeah, almost. You should have. <laughs> that's, that's what scares me the most because I have to go to my next part of like to get my next license. And it's like. Because the first part was like theory, now it's like gonna be like practical, and I'm scared of driving or stop like someone there, like next to me that's like holding the like basically the key for me to pass and shit. Oh yeah, so you have to take multiple tests. So like it goes in steps of three. So like you do your license, and then practical like you're restricted, and then your full license last. But like. Yeah, so we go to steps like that. Maybe I should get my truck license and drive a truck or a forklift. Just drive a forklift around town? I, yeah, like, at least you can drive on the footpath, I feel, if you drive a forklift. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, though. I Because here in America, it's just, you get one test, and then if you pass, you pass. After that, you're good. Really? Oh, I should move to America. I actually... Yeah, I I didn't even right. know you weren't from America until I messaged you for the podcast. And I was like, hey, what time zone are you? And you said, oh, Auckland, New Zealand. And I was like. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's funny. Oh, my God. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that I'm not actually American or, like, I'm from America. Because, like, I remember somebody was, like, messaging me, like, oh, where in America are you from? I'm like, I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. They're like, what? This whole time I thought you were, like, in America. And I was like, no, unfortunately, I'm not. I wish. I have no clue why I thought this, but I thought you were from, like, New York or something. Like, I thought you were from New York for the longest time up until last week. New York? Oh my gosh, do I give off a New York, like, aura? No, I just assume everybody's from New York, really. Like, I no. just found out a couple of my friends aren't from New York, and I was totally caught off guard by that. New York seems so busy, though, like... Oh, I've never been, and I don't want to. Like, that, I cannot deal with that many people. If I go to, like, Walmart or something and there's too many people in an aisle, I freak out if... Oh my gosh, no, I feel that. Like, I hate being in public by myself. And, like, it's, like, especially at, like, the mall. Like, at my, at, like, my old job, like, I worked in, like, a mall when I worked in retail and stuff. And, like, I could not leave the store to go to the food court to get lunch. So I just stayed inside because I was like, oh, no, I'd rather starve than, like, having to deal walking in public with like a lot of people because it's just like i know i don't know the thought of it scared me like i think my anxiety was just like always on edge because i don't know people scare me oh yeah my anxiety is god awful when it like i like i have anxiety but not it's just mainly for big crowds i guess like just social yeah, anxiety yeah that's like me too like i had to like go to therapy for it and like 
find coping mechanisms for it because like I it used to be so bad like it's not like it's not any better but like oh no wait it is kind of better these days but like back then it was so so bad like I couldn't even talk to like when you like you know go to McDonald's I couldn't even talk to people to order food like I'll tell my friends like can you order me this and then I like, give them my card and <laughs> so scary for me and I would send my co-workers like could you go to like the food court for me and buy me lunch because like I don't want to walk through more and have people like stare at me because it scares me that's I think it's mainly because I'm just afraid people are gonna like I just hate people looking at me like it's just I could not no, I feel that like I feel, like I get that too like because I'm always like self-conscious like oh my god are they staring at me because I'm like of who I am blah 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 but my, like, doctor and my counsel will always be like, maybe it's because you're stunning. I'm like, well, I don't think that, okay? <laughs> like, in my head, I think they're staring at me because they think I'm a freak or something. But then they're like, you're not a freak, blah, blah, blah. You're so gorgeous. Uh. I'm like, I feel like you're only saying that because you're a doctor and you're trying to make me feel better. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, I only, I totally understand that. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. There was one time I tried stand-up comedy and I, like, got on the stage and, like, I, like, got a good, like, there was like 50 people there and I was just staring at all of them and halfway through my routine, I just like, I, <laughs> I grabbed the microphone and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Have a good night guys. And I put the microphone up and just ran off stage. Like I was so terrified of people. Oh no. Like I get that. Like, cause I get performance anxiety sometimes too. When I restore, like I get so nervous. Like I usually have panic attacks backstage before I'm even out there. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, I panic, I have, like, panic attacks, but, like, I'm all over the place, usually. But once you get out there, do you usually calm down? I kind of calm down, like, um, I, I still just get really nervous, I'm like, oh my god, I'm scared. But I feel like this is, like, the, um, this is normal, I feel, sometimes, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense, I mean, because sometimes you're wrestling in front of large crowds of people, and you don't know how they're going to react at all. Yeah, but I think it's scarier when, like, if the crowd's, like, more intimate and tiny. Because I feel like when it's a lot of people, you can't... There's a lot of people, so you're like, oh, I can't really see anyone. But, like, when it's, like, a small amount of people, like, you're just like, I can see everyone. And it's like, oh. I, I, but I do really enjoy and I feel comfortable when my friends and family are there. Because it's just like, yes. Yeah, yeah I had my, uh, all my friends sitting in the front row and, like, I thought that would help. But, like, as I was messing up, my one friend's like, you're doing good, honey. Keep it up. And I was like, stop. You're making me more nervous. Like, I don't know. Like, hearing people that I know talk to me whenever I was doing stand-up, that really messed me up. And whenever I looked at my my aunt was sitting in the corner, and I, like, looked over in the corner and seen her, that messed me up. It was bad. Oh, no. At least you gave it a go, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe in uh, everybody needs to try it. If you have a passion, you need to at least try it to see how you are at it. Yeah, you never true. know how you're gonna be yeah exactly because you i'd rather like not live my life and regret oh definitely um so one last thing one last question uh before we get off if you could give anybody advice just for anything what would it be anyone advice like what's your one key like one key uh one key thing to say for advice just for anything anything i feel like my like the, like i don't know i'm not good at giving advice but i feel like <laughs> if i had to like, give advice to people it would be like to always stay true to yourself and be 
like be yourself always and don't change for anyone yeah because like i feel like being authentic and yourself and your who you are is better than being a fake like a fake person or like a fake like whatever what do you call it a i don't know just like not being something that you're not like and like giving people false pretenses about who you are like i, I don't know because i feel like i feel like i'm quite genuine and like i love being who i am and i'm always like as real as i can be yeah no i know what you're saying like basically just what you said stay true to yourself don't yeah, stay true to yourself basically and to like put it in shorter words <laughs> don't don't change for anybody really yeah exactly like i'm i don't believe like i don't like when people change or switch up it's just like okay why waiter i hate Ooh. people like that i have a friend that he'll like change like depending on who we're with he'll change right away like he's the type of dude that will be hanging out and like a group of girls will come by and he'll be like oh yes do you think oh i make too much money I'm yeah like, those people are the worst or like when you're with people, like people, and then like, like guys come around, and then they'll be like, they always like put you down in front of them. And it's like, why are you putting me down? Like literally, we're friends, waiter. But yeah, that's my advice: to stay true to yourself and stop, and don't be ugly. Don't be ugly and stay true to yourself. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Um, let the people know where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at candidlycandy underscore or on Instagram Alibabi or um yeah, you can find me in your dreams. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> I'm such a dickhead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard anybody say when I tell them where they can find you. That was awesome. Uh but thanks for being on. I had a great time talking to you. Thank you for having me. It was fun. No problem. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, leave a rating, all of that, and don't be ugly. Purr. <laughs>